On today's news episode, we discuss a new after-hours event at Typhoon Lagoon, a new Pixar-themed childcare option, plus we have an extended discussion on the biggest news story of the week concerning charging for parking at the hotels and what this could mean for adding more charges in the future. This is episode 75 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Capture the Magic podcast has new episodes released every Monday and Thursday, as well as episodes of The Diz Dudes on Wednesdays. You can find us at ctmpodcast.com, and if you enter the text ctmpodcast to 44222, that will sign you up for our newsletter and enter you to win a free t-shirt. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. If you are currently planning or thinking about taking a vacation to Disney World, then you should definitely check out Capture the Magic Vacations. They specialize in Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning and can help you save time, money, and take care of booking all of those must-do experiences for your trip. And if you are interested in becoming a travel agent, they are hiring and looking to expand their team. Head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and see how they can help you plan a great trip. So uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, My name is Jamie. And as always, I am sitting next to this guy over here, Jared. What's up, Jared? How's it going? I'm okay. I'm okay. Just okay? That's good. Um, well, my eye hurts. Well, that'll happen when you have things get in there and then uh, can cause some irritation. I was uh, getting ready to put shampoo on my hair and I, I don't know. I guess I did it wrong. I don't know how you can do it I wrong. I would say you did it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you can do this wrong. But I was putting it on my hand and as I was putting my hand to my to my hair to wash it, like a big glob of it just flew directly into my eye. So it wasn't even lathered. It was just a big glop of, of shampoo. I thought I was going to die for like three minutes because it hurt so bad. Um, my eye was it was swollen. It looked like somebody punched me. I it did was, not do that. It was ter- no, he didn't do it. It was terrible. Um, I'm okay now, but my eye is still kind of... Like, I can't, like, when I blink, it still feels really sore. But anyway. You can't see it now, so that's good. It just hurts. That's good. It just hurts, yeah. So, yeah, I'm doing the glasses today. I tried to talk her into an eye patch, but she said apparently that that wouldn't play well. You are right. Oh, no. (laughs) See, I didn't really think about the pirate puns, but pirate puns showed up anyways. They're always good. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm I'm okay besides that, but thanks for asking, Jared. You're welcome. (laughs) So sorry to have your eye debacle. I I apologize. It wasn't my fault, but I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's not your fault. Um, So St. Patrick's Day is coming up on Saturday. Okay. I know. I don't care about St. Patrick's Day. I don't really care about it either. And I'm, I'm I'm not a drinker. I'm not, I'm not a big partier. So it's not really appealing to me in like the fashion of like going out and getting just like completely drunk, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what well, a lot of people do that on St. <laughs> I Patrick's will, Day. I will yeah. wear green, though. See, I don't even do that because I just don't. Then I'll pinch you. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. but uh, just As long as strangers don't pinch me. I've never <laughs> had that happen, but I figured that'd be a really awkward scenario. Baby's going to wear uh, her, uh, her green shirt. It's just a shirt, but... It's super cute. I'm glad we're thinking about what we're going to wear two days from now. But yeah. I know. I yeah. know. It's a holiday. Very it's important. A holiday. 
I don't, don't even know what I'm going to wear. Get it. You don't hour get it. To you're, hour not, you're not a girl. You don't understand. This is true. Anyway, so let's move on to our review section. We have a review from um, her name is Sarah, uh, but I think it's it's Sarai. It looks like Sarai back underscore KC. And she said, this is from iTunes, she said, I've said goodbye to my radio in the morning when I'm driving to work. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday now is Capture the Magic and the Dis Dudes. Jared and Jamie are great to listen to, and I love hearing about their trips and opinions of Disney. Even if I'm not on team, burn it down. How dare you. <laughs> they remind me of myself and my husband. Thank you, Jared and Jamie, for your Disney entertainment. You help fill the Disney void in my heart since I can't be in the parks all the time. P.S. The Mountain Trekker backpack they sell on their website is perfect for the parks. Functional and a subtle homage to the greatest, the great mountains of uh, Walt Disney World. Sarah, you're awesome. Wow. Thank you so much for that review. And also, apparently we need a new copywriter on the website for uh, some wording, so... She, she's good at the wording is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. She's, she's good. You had no words. clue what I was saying. I didn't you? know what you're saying. Yeah. So sorry. Yes. Happens every day of my life. <laughs> yes. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Yeah, that was great. Um, and, you know, we love reviews. So anybody else out there, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Um, and then, you know, maybe you'll get something free in the mail. Who knows? Yep. Well, anyway, so let's move on to the news. Uh, we've got a couple of stories today. Um, let's start with the first one, Mr. Jared. Uh, the dates have been announced for this year's Epcot's, uh, Epcot Food International Food and Wine Festival, and it is going to be August 30th through November 12th. And I believe next year it's just going to be July through December. <laughs> okay, well, to be fair, this is like the same, I think the same dates, just a day earlier. Um, the, as they well, were yeah, last, last year, year was a big jump, and I think this year was more or less. I actually was surprised it wasn't longer a little bit longer but i guess they may have hit the limit on this how far they can stretch it out because they don't want to go too much into summer and they can't go too much into like christmas season either they can do whatever they want well i mean obviously they could but they also have the holiday stuff around uh christmas so i mean they could possibly take it till uh maybe thanksgiving eventually i don't know well they could start it earlier in the summer i don't know if they'd want to but I don't think they can extend it any farther into the fall because now they have Festival of the Holidays. So they've got to tear down well, all I'm the saying. food and wine yeah. stuff. So, I mean, I, mean, I guess they won't extend it, but they may they may push it, you know, earlier and earlier. I don't know, though, because it gets so hot. And the one thing you don't always want to do when it's dead heat in the summer is walk around eating certain foods. And some of those foods are really good, but some of them, if it's hot outside, you just don't want them. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah, so it's exciting. So if you're uh, wanting to do food and wine this year, start planning your trip now. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, let's go to the next story. Uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park is going to be having an uh, after-hours nighttime hard ticket event. It says if you've ever wanted to, to visit... Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park After Dark, you'll have the chance come summer 2018 during a new event. Uh, Happening select nights, uh, June 21st through August 11th, uh, the Typhoon Lagoon After Hours event will allow guests to enjoy all the Disney Water Park has to offer under the moonlight. Tickets are are expected to cost $55 for adults and $50 for children. 
and the event will run from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. It says, if you have never been to Typhoon Lagoon at night, it is a pretty amazing experience. Uh, they said they got to enjoy an evening in the park last year during a Disney Vacation Club event, and they said it was overcrowded, uh, but there's still a neat feel to the park once the sun goes down. And this is from WDW News today. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's all I've got, so... I, you know, I can't really speak to this because it's been a very long time since I've been to Typhoon Lagoon, but this sounds kind of neat. Yeah, I think it sounds fun. I don't know. I've never been to the parks. I don't know if the $55 for an adult is worth it and if it's um, and if it's crowded. I, I guess it depends on if it's going to be sort of, I'm guessing this is themed a little bit after the, the uh, after hours event, like you see at Magic Kingdom. I, I think so. So I'm assuming this would be limited. The amount of people that would they would let in, I would assume, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. And it's a select nights for basically the whole summer. Yeah, I mean, so. it's hot in Florida. It's really? a little cooler in the evening. I'm just kidding. Right, it's a little cooler <laughs> in the evening. So it sounds like you know it could be maybe you don't have the sun bearing down on you because it's still going to be mm-hmm. warm, but you just yeah. don't have the sun on you the whole time. That's so. true. I don't know. It sounds really cool, but like again, it. I've never been to. Uh, the park, so I don't know if that's worth it or not. They're just churning out these after hours events. These, um, I mean, as the parks get things. busier, that's just one of the ways. I mean, it's an easy way to make more money is to offer events where it's less crowds and you're basically paying for access. I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if we see them at you know all the parks at some point for certain different things. I'm just curious to know is this something that people were asking for? Like, do are, are people been complaining about wanting to stay longer into the night for Typhoon Lagoon? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't heard anything, mm. but I don't really have my ear to the ground when it comes to right. Typhoon Lagoon. It'll be interesting to see how people respond to this if they buy all the tickets or doesn't get paid at all. I Who mean, knows? the only reference I have at all for anything like this at all is here, uh, not too far in Branson because they're Silverdar City and they also own... Silver of water park called Whitewater. And Whitewater for the longest time has done these sort of, you know, late night uh, stuff in the summer. And they've always been popular. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming these would be popular. But again, I don't know. You're talking about Nightwater with an N, right? I have no I clue what, what they're called. called. Yeah. Well, we'll see how, how, it, um, how it goes over with everybody. So, All right. Uh, next one. Next story we're talking about. Uh, Tiffin's Talks is a ticketed event coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Disney's Animal Kingdom, the Party for the Planet event will include special dining experiences featuring presentations by key experts who have had a hand in shaping the park. Tiffin's Talks are intimate dining dining experiences that allow guests to enjoy specialty food and beverages that complement the topics shared by animal and conservation experts. Pricing is $165 per person. Tax and gratuity are included. With the event beginning at 5.30 p.m., reservations can be made by calling 407-WDW-DINE or online. Uh, Park admission is required on top of it, so it is not included. You don't have to go over all of the people that are included, but just the one. one Well, the main one, Joe Rohde's. Joe Rohde's one. on On one of the dates. Yeah. So each date has a different person involved mm-hmm. uh joe roadie's the one that sticks out and if just in case you're not familiar with joe roadie he has let me just a couple like pandora 
was the big one. I mean, he had a heavy lately. hand in Animal Kingdom. Right, right, right. You know. But most, most recently is Pandora. So that's going to be the one that's going to sell out probably immediately. Um, yeah, because this one says it'll, he'll share his tales from all over Asia, India, Nepal, and China. And then... What is it? Uh, yeah, I keep reading. Uh, the chefs of Tiffin's will follow Joe's journeys with a menu inspired by his travels. So when he talks about India, you will get Indian food, right? I'm assuming. That's 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 kind of that's kind of crazy. I've never. I just wonder before. how many people. I mean, they have a picture of a room. I just wonder how many people are going to be in the same room because it's it's going to be like a. I don't think this is going to be a conversation necessarily. Like you're going to sit down and get to chop, talk to Joe Rody. I mean, I'm I sure you'll just get talking to, at you. Right. I'm sure you get to talk to him, but I doubt it's going to be like super intimate or anything like that. I don't know. But I guess. We'll I mean, find it'd be out. cool. I don't know if it. Again, I guess it just depends on each person if it's worth that price. Right, right. And there's others of five, five other, five other people that are going to be participating in this as well. Um, I can't say I've ever heard of any of them though. Yeah, I mean, I they're all involved with Animal Kingdom, but yeah, if you're interested in this, you know, check it out. 165 bucks. That's not cheap, but if that's something that's important to you, like dining with Imagineer and all those those dining events then this might be something you're interested in. So. I mean, at least tips is included, I suppose. <laughs> I hope so. Save some money. Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. Okay, uh, let's do the fourth story here, Jared. Yeah. Uh, a new Pixar-themed children's experience is coming to Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, yeah, but, well, earlier we talked about a couple months back, I think, that they, Disney is closing its kids' club resorts or kids' club areas at the Contemporary and apparently they've the, got, over the whole resort right all of them are getting closed yeah. right all of them yeah sorry yeah uh but starting april 13th 2018 uh disney's contemporary resort will introduce a brand new playful and immersive pixar character experience as part of a pilot program it says each night kids ages 4 to 12 will be transported to a world full of excitement and adventure with the favorite characters from disney pixar's toy story and the incredibles uh, it all kicks off with Space Ranger training where kids will learn how to identify and battle enemies of the Star Command. Then Woody and Jesse will show them the ropes of the Wild West during Woody's roundup. During the Piston Cup Challenge, youngsters will be able to build a race car and then race it on the Radiator Springs racetrack. And finally, kids will learn some sweet dance moves. This is them, not me. Uh, <laughs> sweet dance moves during the incredible dance party with Mr. Incredible and Mrs. Incredible. It says, what else on the menu? Games, dinner, and dessert, of course. Uh, the nightly getaway for kids. Uh, doors will open at 5 p.m. And programming will run from 6 to 10.30 for a fee of $65 per child. So children must be fully potty trained. Yeah. I mean, you kind of figure they're going to replace it with something. And charge so. you for it. Well, Did yeah. The kids, the kids clubs, you had, to, you had to pay for that, right? Yeah. I don't know how much. I, I'm pretty sure you had to pay for. It. I don't think okay. it was sixty five dollars. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, that's four and a half hours for sixty five bucks. Okay. How much is that's fifteen bucks? How much is the? I know they have that babysitting service. How much is that at Disney? The kids night out. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it's it depends on like what you do with the child, the children. If you go with them, if you, I think it all depends. Yeah, it I was depends. wondering if it was. Like cheaper to do this compared to 
getting a babysitter that way or something like that. I don't know. But you have to think, too, ages one, two, three, they're not included in right, this. Right, so. yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. I, I think it sounds really fun. I mean, for a child, I, I would be, like, stoked to do this. If, like, the parents yeah, wanted, I mean, like, a night out and yeah. without the kids, this is a great opportunity. Yeah. We would use this. Yeah. I mean, it sounds if like... If our a, child was old enough. <laughs> it sounds fun, yeah. She's one and a half. That's not <laughs> happening yet. <laughs> she would terrorize the place, though. She would. I respect it. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. Well, that's exciting to learn about. Let's go to the next story. Uh, yeah, Raglan Road Mighty St. Patrick's Festival 2018 gets underway at Disney Springs March 16th through the 18th. And Raglan Road will showcase award-winning bands for three nonstop days of live music, Irish dance, food, and fun during the Mighty St. Patrick's Festival of 2018. Uh, musicians and dancers will perform on multiple stages at Raglan Road Irish Pub, indoors and outdoors from noon to 1.30 a.m., uh, see March 16th and 10 a.m. until 1.30 a.m. March 17th and 18th. Complimentary face painting will be available for up to 9 or 10 hours each festival day. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day guests will be seated on a first-come, first-served basis with a cover charge of $10 for each guest 18 and older. And reservations can be booked. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. So who do they have performing? It says the Young Dubliners. <laughs> Very original. Oh, Elevation, which I'm guessing is a U2 cover band. Yeah. Because U2 is from, uh, well, they're Irish. Right. Yeah. In case <laughs> those that don't know. <laughs> the Maguires. Bristy. Bryce? 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 I yeah. don't know. Uh, uh, the, the Byron Brothers. Bryn. Okay. The Raglan Roots Coalition, Real Republic, Out the Gap, and the Raglan Road Irish Dancers. So... The reason they included the story was because I have planned on doing a whole like discussion part about how to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in the parks. Well, they don't really do much <laughs> Disney. Well, yeah. So this is what they do. I mean, if you want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, go to Raglan Road. St. Patrick's Day isn't a huge holiday here, though. That's true. I mean, basically, if you want to celebrate it, you just go to an Irish pub for the most yeah. part. Well, I was thinking you could go to the UK area in Epcot as well. I mean, the Scotland. I mean, it's all yeah. meshed together, kind of. But I'm, I think you could find something that celebrates at St. Patrick's Day, right? I mean, you can find alcohol. That's usually that's what you true. use to celebrate. So There you go. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's one way to celebrate at Disney Springs for St. Patrick's Day. Everybody. I'm surprised they don't have something to do with like Brave. Like the movie that, Brave. That's Scott Scottish. She's Scottish. Never mind then. Yeah, right? I'm I almost positive. Yeah, she's you're Scottish. right. It's Scottish. Yeah. Never mind. I just thought I was thinking redhead. She is sorry, she Scottish people and Irish. My <laughs> <I> apologies. <laughs> that's it's cool. It's cool, Jared. I'm gonna incite wars <laughs> between these people. My apologies. All right, well, that's it for the news for this week that we wanted to cover. Um, we did have one rumor we were going to talk about, but it went from rumor to confirmed in about a couple hours. So we're just going to actually include that in our discussion today. Well, because this um, one's a super hot topic. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it in length. Uh, it's one of the big stories that came out 
I think it just came out today, it, right? It kind of hit today. Okay. Yeah. And this um, will be yesterday for you guys hearing this. So yeah, and basically, all in all, they Disney is charging overnight guests for parking now, and so Jared's going to read what yeah. it says on the on the website. So effective for reservations made March twenty first, two thousand eighteen, and thereafter, standard overnight self parking is available to registered guests for a fee that will be that will be applied to their hotel folio upon checkout. All parking fees include applicable tax, and the overnight parking fees are as follows. Disney Value Resorts are going to be $13 per night. Disney Moderate Resorts are $19 per night. And the Deluxe and Deluxe Villa Resorts are $24 per night. Complimentary standard parking is available to guests staying at the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. And each campsite provides parking space for one motorized vehicle. Uh, along with this, valet parking is being raised to $33 per night. And it they're not charging this fee if you're part of the DVC. Mm-hmm. Right. And it looks like day guests are not going to be uh, charged anything. So it's complimentary standard self-parking is available while enjoying select dining, shopping, entertainment, and recreation experiences at Disney Resort hotels. Okay. So, um, I did not know this was happening. I didn't know this was in the works. I, guess. I, hadn't, I hadn't heard, heard anything. Yeah, I hadn't heard any rumor mills about this at all. So, okay. <laughs> Here's the question. Are, are they doing this to discourage people from bringing a car? Since, like, I know some resorts have limited parking and they want to leave some of the spaces for day guests. So, is this is this a way... To do that, I don't. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell exactly what they're trying to do. Um, you could make a really good argument that they're literally trying to get you to not bring your car, stay on Disney property, Magical Express take you in. You're just on property the whole vacation, and mm-hmm. then Magical Express takes you home because maybe they're trying to get people to quit splitting time between Disney and Universal. Uh, That's a good point. They they want you in the Disney bubble the whole time. Right. My argument to that, though, and I've always stood by this, is one of the things about when you stay on Disney property is like, well, you're not hit with those resort fees and the parking fees that you get when you stay off-site. Right, right. And Universal themselves does it as well. Yeah. And, and this is one thing I will say, uh, you know, people were kind of up in arms about this on some of the stuff I've seen today, but... I mean, Universal has charged for these same things for a while. So does everybody else. Disney's, of course, anything Disney does, it's going to be magnified. Uh, but at the same time, if your goal is to get people to obviously spend more money, you know, in the parks, when you're hitting people with 24, say say you're saying at a, a deluxe, you're hitting people $24 a day, you know, just to park your car. And let's say you're there for 10 days. I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah. You know, I, I just look at it as I, th- I find it ironic that they're charging people after the fact because I think they also know if they hit them with what or how long they're staying right when they get there, that that would impact probably how they spend money. Well, if you saw it, yeah, if you if you listen to what he was saying about what it says on the website, it says it's added to your folio before you check. So you're out. not going to see this yeah. until you check out. You just have to know it's there. Until you get a surprise when you check out. Yeah, like Jared was saying, if you're staying there for 10 days and you're staying at a deluxe, that's $240 for parking. 
that's that's almost as much as like one night's day. Yeah. And yeah, I think too, there's some people, I saw some people saying that they come for two weeks at a time, three mm-hmm. weeks at a time. Yep. And then you start talking, you're getting close to a thousand dollars just to park. That's crazy. And, and see, in my opinion now, I, I don't know. I, I understand maybe they're playing the game. Well, everybody else is doing it. So we're just going to do what everybody else is doing. But I hate this whole, I hate it any hotel, especially if you ever go to Vegas and it's, you got the resort fee and you got the parking fee and then you got all these fees. So the the rate you see and you're thinking, oh, it's $180 a night and you get there and it ends up being 240 The thing that kind of annoys me about this is this used to go on in the cruise industry a lot. Yeah. Until yeah. legislation came out and basically said, you know, just what was, it's just flat pricing, right? Like everything had to be included. Yeah, you can't you can't tack on the fees. Like whatever the price right. is, that's everything. And this is what annoys me. At some point, the government's going to get involved and just be like, okay, flat pricing on all hotel stuff. And just yeah. in my opinion, if a hotel chain would just market themselves and say, okay, one flat fee, and they market it like that, like making it simple, I think they they do well. I think people hate this whole because I know I do of like a resort fee. Well, I'm already mm-hmm. paying a resort fee because I'm staying yep. at the resort. Yep. So my payment is a resort fee, but and it's not like it's a fee that you cannot pay. It's like, oh, this is a mandatory fee. So it's just, it it, it feels like Disney's nickel and diming everybody. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Disney's a huge company that they can make this one move. And it probably, they're probably looking at a spreadsheet going, this is going to add one point, however many million dollars to the bottom line. Right. And that's probably why they're doing it. But at the same time, there's already talk about all this stuff coming on with, with Star Wars. They just raised prices not that long ago for everything. And it kind of comes down to Disney where it seems like they just don't, either they don't care or they don't have very good people doing PR. Uh, it just yeah. seems like they just, timing of things is weird. It, you know, I'm surprised you didn't hear about this and then they feel it out a little bit to see how angry people would be. But... I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised, and obviously Disney can do whatever they want to do, but it just, it just doesn't. Uh, I don't know. The look is not good. No, it's not. Um, you know, you kind of alluded to this a little bit too. You know, Disney used to say again, everything was included, so that's why they charge so much. Right. Well, and you're already paying a premium staying yeah. on Disney property. So now, now that they're charging for parking. Price is going to go down? Absolutely not. No. They're not doing that. Um, well, and here's the thing, too, is they could have easily stopped and, and avoided this whole mess of people getting upset. If they just raised, say they just raised the prices of the rooms. You wouldn't hear, yeah. you probably wouldn't hear anything about it. Be like, oh, the rates are going up a little bit on the hotel stays. There's something about, I, I, I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, say this as as simply as I can there's something about separating certain fees for like financial purposes oh I'm sure so I think by showing that they're getting this much for parking like it's easier to to separate that out or something like that but internally I mean it's like okay on any business say you charge $200 for something internally you can separate that and say okay every unit of this we sell 25 is this, 50 is this, whatever. I mean, internally, you can break that down. You don't have to, because it's all going on one transaction anyways. 
So I, I don't think that that's necessarily a legitimate reason for them because. Oh, I didn't say. I, I know. I'm just saying internal, <laughs> internal metrics can do that for sure. I, yeah. I, I'm sure somebody got in a board meeting and thought this was a great idea. Yeah. And just, you know, just another charge, you know, I feel like they're just adding all these charges on. And, you know, we were talking about earlier. Okay. So we don't agree that this is a, a smart move, I guess. Maybe, I don't know if it's smart's the right word, but we just think there's got to be a better way to charge for parking. Well, I feel like the messaging is just Well, without bad. people getting mad. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, and again, it comes down to PR stuff. It's... Yeah. You know, to me, it, it makes sense. Like, say you want to charge for parking and say your goal, like... And it, it's hard to tell what their end goal here other than making money is. Because they're not charging it to day guests. Because I yeah, always figured they true. would eventually start charging day guests to park and then they would have to get their parking validated to cut down on the amount of people that say they get a, a reservation for breakfast. They either have breakfast or they don't. And then they just park their car at the resort all day and they have basically free parking. Yeah. That yeah. was always the issue that was my understanding. Right. So this doesn't address that at all. So I, I just feel like, you know, let's, let's say it's a, they're charged for parking but it's a max of five days. So you hit five days, you don't pay any more after the five days. This is kind of, yeah, this is kind of what we were thinking. Or we something do. like that. I mean, that makes sense because you got people saying two weeks and it, it just seems like, again, it just seems like an easy money grab for them. Yeah, I think like. that it should be like $100 max is how much you'd spend on parking your entire time. I think if they'd, if they'd start with that, like say, you know, let's say you have to spend $20 a day for the first five nights and then the rest of the nights you're there are included. I don't see something. I want to start with that. And then if it's working and people are like, okay with it, then expand to what we see now. The other thing too is if, and I think this is what they're probably, like we mentioned, they're trying to get people to just leave their cars at home and stay on property the whole time. Yeah, Here's the other true. problem is more people start doing this, then your internal transportation options are even more strained and you're waiting even longer on buses. That's so true. And I think this is another push as well for the minivans. So you yeah. can't use your car, the, the transportation's too long, and then you, people start using the minivans But more. you can still use Uber, correct? Yeah, you can. Okay. I would assume until they start outlawing Uber, but... Dang. Yeah, I mean, I can't true. imagine I that, like, that. the rental car companies down there are very happy about this. Probably not. Although, you never know how this is going to impact. You know, we keep saying, like, this is a bad idea and everyone hates this. I mean, people vote with their money. So, if they stop, you know, going to the hotels because they don't want to pay for parking, then Disney will know, okay, this isn't working and they'll make another decision. You know, or people will just stop bringing their cars and this is basically what Disney wants, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Because in a way, yeah, they may be missing out on the money that you would pay for parking, but you'd make it up by spending more money on food in the parks, on merchandise in the parks, because that's the only place you're going is in Disney. That's where they want you to spend the money. Uh, I don't know. It's not that way completely the same as it used to be, but you know, it used to be in Vegas that the hotel rooms were fairly cheap because what they wanted you to do was they wanted you to go to Vegas and spend money at the casinos. And Vegas has changed a little bit. They've become much more upscale. So you can make the argument Disney's doing the same thing. But yeah. I would assume that this was going to impact 
people spending in the parks. I mean, you, yeah, you could argue you're staying for five days and you're staying at, at a, a, or a, a value resort that it's not that much more money compared to the rest of your trip. Okay, that's probably so, but still, I, I don't know. I, I feel like when guests feel like they're just being nickeled and dimed all over the place, it's, mm-hmm. they're not going to leave. If your goal is to get people to come back to Disney for repeat trips, uh, it's not really setting that message very well. And again, yeah, I, this could have no effect. I, I know anytime Disney raises prices, people get up in arms and they just raised yeah. AP prices and stuff like that. So I get the, you know, pricing increases and things like that. But, you know, it just seems it just seems odd. I'll put it that way because there's yeah. no clear they're trying to cut down on this thing. That, that's the thing to me that I, I was looking at this and I just couldn't find any. I was like, well, what are they really trying to cut down on? Because there's rumors out there that they're going to start charging parking for like Disney Springs, mm-hmm. which you could start seeing. I mean, after seeing yeah. this, yeah, not going to be surprised at all. Yeah. But well, let me ask you something. And I've just real quick. I, I just want to ask you. The, OK, so let's say you have a family that comes down for, uh, I'll say, five nights and they're on a strict budget and they're staying at, I don't know, like Pop Century or one of the value resorts. And they realize that this fee is going to be in place when they're there. So that's 13 times five. That's, you know, 65. So they're like oh, $65 just to have a car. Well, we just won't rent our car. So does that mean prices for a rental car go up? And or like, do they, you know what I'm saying? Like, does everything, does it just like chain reaction where rental car prices have to go up because they're not getting as many people or you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that well, affect everybody else? Disney's a big enough company that there will probably be chain reactions off of this that we just won't know until it happens. Yeah. I could start seeing rental car companies actually going cheaper. Yeah, I guess. That's to try and incentivize yeah, yeah, yeah. people to, you know, maybe they're trying to offset. So if it's like normally they drop the rates by $25 per day. So yeah. basically it was like you're essentially paying the same price at the end of the day sort of deal. Right, right. Um, you know, it's hard okay. to tell. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some trickle down of different things, but until it takes place, who, who really knows? Well, okay, so now that we've talked about this new charge that we had no idea was coming, um, what are some other charges that you think or we both think are coming down the pipeline. See, this is what this is what scares me a little this, bit. Is me too. They are going to this. This is yeah. a really good indication. Yeah, they're going to start charging for more things that they normally didn't. I mean, you the parks are getting you know the parks are getting bigger. You're adding more new lands. You're adding new hotels, more restaurants. Like everything is growing. Yeah. So Jeremy had a good point. Who's my co-host of Diz Dudes? He said it's almost it, it almost makes you think that they got like some construction bill for Galaxy's Edge and went oh crap like we gotta pay this thing and and just you know did something like this because they just (laughs) you know got some sort of bill in the mail but yeah um so like what other new charges are like pricing well like we said i could see them starting to charge to park at disney springs yes which i I think is not a good move because immediately if you're charging people to park at a place that the whole concept is to go spend money and shop. That's the thing. I don't know if they will because that, if that's you the go only to thing shop and eat, and eat, like, right. you know, I don't know if they will do that. I could completely see them charging for the Magical Express. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I, I could. Now, yeah. if the goal of the parking fee 
it to try and get more people to just stay on Disney property alone, like take a flight in and don't have a car, then they may not do this. But if their goal is just simply money and they figure, well, it doesn't really matter what we charge. People will still come. Then they may do this. I, and it, it just depends. I don't, we don't know what their reasoning is behind this. Yeah. So, and without knowing that it's kind of like anything's on the table. Yeah, that's true. Um, what do you feel about, do you think they'll ever had like a resort fee? You know, because I know some off property hotels, like, um, the Disney Springs hotels, a lot of them have quote unquote resort fees, which is just another, like just more money. Um, would they ever tack this on? Okay. I could see it happening. Yeah. yeah. And before I, before I, you, you like talking more about it, I was going to say there was a rumor or some kind of survey that was going around some resort or talking about possibly doing like add it. Like, how would you feel if you had to pay resort fee for like internet and, um, like amenities and stuff like that? And people went freaked out and they said, no, we hate it. Do you remember that? It was my yeah, vaguely. It's it's been a while, but I I think that if they're gonna charge for parking, that this is gonna happen soon. I I really think this is gonna happen, and it's not gonna be called a resort fee. It'll be called something else. Yeah, I honestly, yeah, I could see him doing it. I I honestly I didn't not. think that they would start charging for parking, but I didn't either. Um, that apparently they are. So yeah, I mean. Again, if they're if they're looking at it from the standpoint of well, Universal does this, and we know that the they like to basically if one, I mean anytime Disney raises prices, Universal will follow. Like one up each other, so they try and mirror each other. Yeah, I don't even know if I call it one upping. If one's going to raise the price on yeah. something, they're just going to mirror it. That's so true. if they're looking at it from the standpoint of well, Universal does this and everybody else does this, then we're going to do it. Okay, then the resort fee comes into play because I don't know if Universal does it, but I know they charge for parking. They, uh, Universal? I, yeah, I don't think they charge the resort fee. Ugh, I don't remember. We've only stayed at Cabana Bay. I want to say they don't, but either way. It's been a while. But the other hotels around Disney World do. So if that's the game they're playing, then yeah, they could do that. If they're just playing the game yeah. of trying to make people stay on property and quit splitting time and, and not wanting to have their own cars so they can, you know, yeah. go to the beach or whatever the case may be. Right, right. Then maybe not. It okay. just depends, and again, it just depends on what their their main objective with this is. Unless right. it's just to make more money, which, again, then they would do. So to get away from hotel, possible hotel fees, what about thinking about, like, charging for, like, extra magic hours or something like that? See, this is one I could see, although... They kind of already do that with an yeah, hour Yeah, they kind of already it. do that. I mean, the thing is, if you start... Part of the reason people stay on Disney property are because of the extra magic hours. And it is because of the Magical Express. And it was part of it, you know, you didn't have to pay the parking fees and stuff like that. So yeah, if they start... Transportation, yeah. Right. And so you're already paying a premium to stay on Disney property. So if you start chipping away at these too much, then why are you going to stay on property? Other than being closer to the resort, but again, at the same time, if everybody's doing that nobody has a car, you're going to be waiting an hour and a half for a bus to get to the Magic Kingdom or wherever. And I know they're adding the gondolas and things, but they're still a giant strain on the Disney transportation system. Okay, but to be fair, Disney has they have got a real big head right now because That's true. Yeah. 
the park, I mean, they they raise prices consistently. They're super expensive. Everyone knows this. Yet they are packed. The parks are absolutely packed. The hotels run at like almost 100% occupancy year round. Which That's is, insane. Which is probably why they've. They're doing it. So they, they can do this. I mean, yeah. like, and I know we're talking about how much we hate it and how much, you know, what we would change, but they can for sure do this. And they may see a little downtick, maybe. Um, I just, I don't think, yeah, it's not, it's not fair, you know, the whole, it's not fair argument or whatever. Well, I mean, it's not really about, business and, and it's right, it's not doing. about fairness. It's just, but again, yeah. anytime Disney does this, I mean, if Universal were to do this, You'd hear a little bit about it, but you're not going to have the uprising about it. Yeah. So anytime Disney does anything like this, you're going to hear about it. But it's just one of those things where, and again, if if we think Disney has a big head now, just wait until Star Wars is open and they have Toy Story and they announce a fifth park. Yeah. They're going to be even, I mean, who knows? I mean, they're going to be walking around basically. They can, and they're going to be able to charge whatever they want. Well, and you're talking about Universal. I know we keep comparing universal and disney but universal you know their version of like disney springs or city walk you have to pay to go to city walk because you have to pay the parking garage yeah to, in order to enter i think after four or after five it's, it's free like after cheap. six is I that okay think. okay yeah um but you still have to pay if you go earlier and you don't want to go to the parks so i mean there's a lot of things and you know they don't have fast pass you have to pay for the universal express pass right unless you you know stand property it's included in some of the hotels so, yeah, like when you talk about negative PR and that you don't know who's running the PR and all that stuff, I don't think it matters. Honestly, I don't. I really don't think. And I think they, have, like I said, have such a big head right now and they think that they can do anything and people are just going to be like, nah, I'll pay it. I mean, you're probably right. It's just one of those things where they could save themselves a lot of headache Yeah. by just I don't even know, doing it where it's not just like out of nowhere, like boom, left hook. Just hitting yeah, you. Exactly. You know, because that's kind of how Disney does stuff now. Just yeah. like, oh, yeah, here you go. And they're just smacking you. And you're like, okay. Like, yeah. you know, could you soften that blow? I don't know. I don't know if there's any way to message this where people don't get mad. Honestly. I, I mean, it, at the end of the day, they'd still be raising the prices. So, and it's yet to be seen how much this is going to affect. Again, like you said, if it affects their hotel bookings too much, then they'll probably scrap it. Uh, yeah. They seem like they've been in an experimental phase with, you know, they tried the. Express transportation. They've tried different things that are more of yeah, that are more of yeah. an up you know an upgrade thing. Now this mm-hmm. isn't an upgrade. This is something that was previously free, and now they're charging for, which is yeah. kind of new for them. Yeah. So you know, market speaks. If people exactly. get mad and they don't book, then Disney will see the message and go, okay, well, don't do this. Yeah. And they may reverse it or they'll lower it or whatever it is. So okay. you know, and if yeah. if bookings aren't affected, then you know, people get mad and it still gets booked. And, you know, every time you see this, you see people online saying, this is it for me. I'm not going to Disney anymore. And it's like, no, you're still going. You're probably, if you love <laughs> Disney, you're probably still going to go. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're not going to stay on property, but yeah, you know. Last thing I want to mention real quick before we close out here. Do you think they'll ever charge for like meet and greets? Like if like we're talking about possible like charges. You mean in the like future. if it's not like a special event type deal? Right, right. Like say Luke Skywalker is a is a is a meet and greet. Like would that would they were charged for that? I th- in the future. Like, I think that's a bridge too far. 
Okay. If you're already going to be charging, and I would say by the time Star Wars opens, let's say, it, it's going to be 130 a day. I don't even know. 140. Who knows? For admission. Right. Yeah. When you're already charging that much money and food is as, as expensive as it is and now all this other stuff. And then if you're going to charge to go meet your favorite character, I just think that's too much. I just thought about it. I mean, essentially, that's like like a character breakfast or character meal. Right. Okay, so never mind. Just kidding on that. But still, I mean, they could just add I mean, another something, character it'd be meal. Like if, if, you know how Snow White shows up in the parks. If all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, to meet Snow White, it's $10. I, I just think people would be... I don't think that they would do that because I think that people would become very, very upset. And rightfully so. I mean, part of the reason you go to Disney World is to meet characters for some people and all these things. So... Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Because you're kind of paying for waiting in line. It's kind of your payment on that end. So, yeah, you know, and the now. one thing about this parking thing to me that doesn't make any sense is, okay, DVC, they're not charging DVC. Makes sense. Okay. DVC, they pay a lot of money in already. Right. But there's no AP discount or AP get it for free. See, And okay. that's where I think it starts when anytime Disney starts doing well, they forget about the APs. Okay, so since we're annual pass holders, we can kind of speak to this. There's a lot of local or Florida resident annual pass holders that will drive. So yeah, if they stay, you know, stay in the hotels, or you know, maybe maybe that maybe doesn't affect them that much though, because if they're not staying on property, they're just like going to like eat or something. Maybe it doesn't affect them as much. But I agree, you know, annual pass holders pay like a, thousands of dollars all the time, and I mean, you would think. You get discounts a lot of times on rooms. You know, is the parking not going to apply to that? I mean, it's just... I guess not. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. They, maybe they just haven't thought through yet. Well, I feel like this is very much something that was just thought up in a meeting and they just went, yep, go for it. <laughs> just <laughs> released it like the day I next day. I doubt it, but maybe. I mean, probably not. It just feels like that, but... <laughs> yeah. You well, know, and again, I don't want to get up in our... I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not outraged that they're doing this. I think it's annoying that they're doing it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is it going to prevent us from staying on property? Probably not. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, the Disney vacation just got a little bit more expensive. Yeah. And that's how probably most people are going to look at it. I mean, there's going to be initial reaction. People are going to get really upset and they're going to say a lot of stuff that people always say. But, you know, I guess we'll see. But I think for most people, they're probably just going to incorporate it into the cost of going to Disney. I agree. I think that's the perfect way to end the show. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our discussion today. Not to bring it down, guys. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's just one of those topics where there's, you know, it's, it's, all right. yeah. it's hard to get up and happy about paying more for staying at Disney, but you know, I know we talk about money. It's just always like, ah, but yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the discussion and the news for today. We just want to remind everyone that you should um, check out capture the magic vacations. Um, if you're currently planning or thinking about taking a vacation to Disney World, then you should check out Capture the Magic Vacations. They specialize in Disney World and Universal Vacation Planning and can help you save time and money and take care of booking all those must-do experiences for your trip. And if you're interested in becoming a travel agent, they are currently looking to expand their team. Head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and see how they can help you plan a great trip. And just... As a little disclaimer, they have an awesome name, Capture the Magic, but it's not 
it's not affiliated with us basically we, no. like we don't own the company they don't own us like it's it's two separate ones so we just want to put that out there anyway so disclaimer disclaimer yeah all right well jared thanks for your wisdom and beautiful thoughts Today. Wow. I'm going to get that on recording and play that back for you when we get in an argument one of these you, days. Your beautiful thoughts. Yeah. Oh, don't forget to check out Diz Dudes. Yes, Diz on Dudes on Wednesdays. Yes. We talked about Marvel mm-hmm. on Wednesday's show. So if mm-hmm. you have any questions about the Marvel Universe, because Jeremy didn't know a lot about it. So we kind of talk about the movies and if they're going to play into the theme parks and all that stuff. Yeah, check that out. So. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us today. And as I like to always say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.